Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Hey, Frank, guess where we are? Uh, Salt Lake City, oh Utah. Oh, my goodness. And it's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we have a wrap-up of our uh, road trip. We're going to... We're wrapping it. We wrapped it up already, yeah. but we'll wrap it up for you. Yeah. There's just some final thoughts and some things that we haven't talked about that no, happened what? after we recorded our last what episode. an adventure so. we went on, Frank. Oh, my goodness. It just... was just... It was powerful. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about it. Potent. And, yeah. And all over the place. Oh my god, we did too much driving. Yeah, only only a couple of real nitwits would uh, decide to do the trip. Really, you'd have with, to with the be so we, boneheaded. We to do, so. <laughs> you'd have to be such an idiot to do that. Yeah, but we did it. And uh, yeah, and but it not, turned out we're not saying what that says about us. I yeah. don't. I don't know that that says anything about us, yeah, does it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, um, I have uh, some follow ups oh. that I would like to do. Oh, please. Um, for some stories that we've touched upon, just some things that have happened and that might have, that we that we have previously discussed, that we've previously discussed, and points that should probably continue to be made about these these things. Um, one of them is this: um, a poll came out, a Gallup poll this week um, about America losing uh, religion. Oh, and what's interesting is that this isn't an actual poll that looks at um the actual numbers of religious and non-religious in the country they're not oh. polling on whether or not you're a believer it's your perception of the country's religious religiosity oh okay so so what's interesting here is that we end up with 77% of americans saying that religion is losing its influence in mm. the country tragic okay? tragic um and that and 75% of people saying um, that it would be better off if it were more religious, right? Okay, right. Of course, of course. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's, honestly, if if it were obvious, we need more religion. If there's one thing <laughs> that you and I learned on our trip, it's that oh, this yeah. country needs more religion, and 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 yeah, and that the South definitely de- needs more of it. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, what, what could be better in the Bible Belt than more Bible? Yeah. But this is uh, the 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 highest that these numbers have been. Um, well, the, the seventy that seventy seven percent is the highest that it's been since um, uh, nineteen fifty seven. Oh, oh dear. Um, when the uh, yeah, the 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 Americans' perception of its of our own religiousness has never been lower. Woo. <laughs> never lower that's a thing yeah okay i mean it's not a big thing really because it's just perception right it so is this perception. i mean and a lot of it but, but what but it does it, say is that is that the believers are scared yeah they're they're scared they're scared and we have um the country seeing itself differently yeah you know i mean when uh back in the uh 60s and 70s, when there was a lot of turmoil in the country and whatnot, mm. these numbers never reached this this level. And yet there was this strong sense that there was a lot wrong with the country. Right. right? And so, like... It was the hippies. It was, well, yeah. The I mean, there was something very tangible hippies. there that, that was easily identifiable. But, you know, like, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out as these numbers get out to the religious folk and they can start crying about it. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, there's going there's going to be a lot of 
tearing of hair and gnashing of teeth and all the conservatives are going to start screaming about how oh no our country's lost its moral compass and blah yeah. blah 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 as you do so as you do but let them crow yeah. <laughs> let them let them scream and shout all right um then also um one of the other issues um was this uh oh the uh the the boy scouts mm. we, i can't remember if we actually talked about the boy scouts um actually that 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 they decided to let the boys be gay officially. let the bo- let the boys be gay <laughs> or let, let boys- them be gay <laughs> to allow for allow gay boys the, to be in exactly the sh- in, but not but gay not, leaders but not gay leaders right um so that did happen um and i think that the one thing that we don't want to miss in all of this um all of this jubilant celebration oh, yeah. about this um, <laughs> is that, of course, atheists are still excluded. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. And you can't so, let atheists in. Yeah. And that so, would be insane. And so that's that's one thing that I think <laughs> is definitely important. And I found an article. It's true. That that is, I mean, we ha- nobody's and, talking about that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the gays and nothing about the fact that they won't let perfectly straight atheists in. Yeah. There's something wrong in the world. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, then they'd have to change their scout oath. Yeah. Or is it the law or is it the oath? What um, has God in it? I think it's you know, obey the scout law. And scout oath, I think, is the one that says it. But anyways, I I would have to look that up, and I I don't really remember the two. All you have but to anyways. do is raise three fingers, and it'll all come right back to you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting, because these two, two sides of me just keep... Uh, this teeter-totter just keeps... I don't know which one's worse <laughs> off. You keep getting excluded and next. included, yeah. and you don't know. You know? Yeah, so. I mean, I think I think the gay thing is looking to be more accepted a lot quicker than the atheist thing. Well, yeah, I mean, atheists have been, um, have been I guess, I don't want to say slow to come out, but we've, we're a step behind in that regard. The, the gay rights thing ha- has the, the atheist movement... By, by a good couple decades, right? We need, we need we need to have our it atheists to me. We need to have our atheist Stonewall, <laughs> is what we need to have. <laughs> well, we need the the atheists, uh, you know, an atheist Harvey Milk. Yeah, needs to be shot. Well, I guess that I don't, wasn't that wasn't Stonewall. I know. I'm 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 going through the history oh, through the lineage sure. of gay sure, sure, of sure. of gay rights uh, uh, things mm. that occurred occurrences. Right. Well, we need we need a, a, a hero of the community like Judy Garland <laughs> to die in order for the Stonewall to, riots to, lock, to actually yeah. you know, happen. Yeah, so because that's, that's what it was a bunch of it was a bunch bad. of old queens crying into their drinks that night about when Judy, Judy Garland, Garland died. died. Yeah. Well, we already ha- we already lost Hitch, so oh. and that didn't do it. No, so, but we're, I mean, we're going to have... be pushed when you're pissed. Yeah, like, yeah, You have yeah. to have the two things happen. Everybody, together. we need to get beat up more is what we need to do. Because <laughs> frankly, it's pretty easy for us. Uh, yeah. Us atheists have it. I mean, a few exceptions, uh, but for the most part, we can just sort of slide by and not get in too much trouble. Yeah. We don't Aren't get a lot of, there's not sort of that swishy equivalent to being atheist. <laughs> there's, there's no atheist lisp or anything like that. <laughs> oh, boy. Any other follow-ups? Oh, let's see. I think there was one more, actually. Oh, the Coons School District. Hey, look, um, you pronounced it right. Woo-hoo! 
Um, we, we, we had help with the pronunciation. We, I think last time we <laughs> talked about this place, we called it Kounsey or something. Kounsey, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, and which then, is a completely reasonable pronunciation to considering come up the with. spelling. My yeah. God. But yeah, then two guys in Houston, really sweet guys, came yeah. up to us, and the first thing they say to us is "coons." <laughs> I was like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Coons. Yeah. It's pronounced Coons. Oh, okay. It's pronounced. Oh, oh, oh. I get it. Okay. okay, I see how that's working. Um, yeah. So let's see. What what was happening with that? The the school district actually is not letting the whole thing lie. Uh, what happened was uh, the there was a I think it was a district district court um, that uh, that said yeah the, these cheerleaders can have these banners. It's you know that's their right. right. They were they were holding up banners that said that had Bible quotes on. Yeah, them it would say it would say God. A lot of time there'd be like there, yeah. Anyway, because God cares about your football team. Absolutely. In fact, I'm looking at one right now. It says, "And let us run with evid- endurance with God, or something like that." Oh yeah. So, anyways, and then the, then the the football team comes running through that is a big banner, right? And breaks the word of God. Oh no! Trump. Oh, no. Surely the word God gets trampled. Oh yeah. In this whole thing. Oh yeah. That's what we should videotape. We should be there with a video camera and just just, just focus in, in on that on word. word God being stepped on over and over. <sighs> and then show that to the cheerleaders and say this they're is what so, you're doing. They're so disrespectful to they God. Really are. Well, anywho, um what's interesting now is that uh the school district isn't letting this decision from this judge just lie. Why? Um well, wouldn't they, it be in their best interest? Didn't they win? They, uh, well, see that, that's the thing that's interesting is that it seemed to be, um, yeah, that's, that seemed to be the case. They, <laughs> they, they got kind of what they wanted, right? The, the status quo basically was allowed to, to stand, but what they're saying is that the judges, um, that the judge didn't say anything about actual freedom of speech in his, in his decision uh-huh. or her decision, his decision. Um, and, uh, and so that he, he said that the, that they were allowed to have the banners under the U S constitution, but he stopped short of saying that the cheerleaders had a free speech right to the banners. And so they're wanting something a little more clear. They want it to be really clear before they let the cheerleaders continue with their activities. Interesting. Well, they want to be on firm ground, is my guess. They want to know yeah. where they're standing and not have it be this weird, you know. I can't help gray but think space. that there's that there's some sort of ulterior motive here. There's something underneath this that we're not seeing. Either either it's like there's there's like some atheist subversive in the school <laughs> district that's like. Mm, Let's push this all the way so that we make sure that it applies to everybody in the state of Texas. Yeah. Or there's somebody like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm not, it's smelly to me. I'm not, I'm not looking for that. I just think it's interesting that it's, that, you know, here, here they are. They want it to be nice and firm, and so they're not letting it lie. So that's interesting. That story will continue on, and we'll give yeah. you, I guess we'll give you updates as, if we find out more. As the Coons struggle continues. Mm. Scunt dun dun. Um, all right, so I've got a thing. Um, you know how when we were kids, they stuck needles in us mm-hmm. and immunized us against a whole litany of terrible yeah. diseases. Yeah. And you know how there are a lot of idiots out there who think that that's going to do harm to their children, and they refuse to do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, in uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Oh really? Oh yeah. 
Uh, I've only heard about Jenny McCarthy in terms of famous people. Oh, okay. Jim Carrey too, huh? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, well, I I do not hope that his kids get polio, but it makes it more likely. Makes it more likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, in uh, Tuscarawas County, o- Ohio. The That's best. When, tur- when we have a pronunciation that we don't know, just mumble it. Just mumble it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in Tuscarawas, <laughs> Ohio, um, <laughs> there was a... Uh, so Okay. So here's what happened. There were some bad parents. Okay. Uh, there were bad parents in general, not just about the uh, whole immunization thing. Mm, so the okay. kids were taken away from them for a bit. Oh, Okay. Um, and then their kids were returned to them, uh, having been immunized by the state. Oh, no. The state took and done immunized them. Did they no longer want their kids? <laughs> were they like, we reject you. <laughs> we're turning them back to you. You broke them. You bought them. <laughs> no. You and your antigens. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> yes. No. Unfor- no. What they were doing is they were countersuing and saying that the, that the state had no right to immunize their kids because they have religious objections to immunization. All right. However... Uh, <laughs> Sure, fine. <laughs> but the, but here's the deal. The state uh, of Ohio does not allow for a religious exemption. Oh, okay. Uh, most states, uh, all states have immunization laws. Some states have religious objection. Uh, uh, they allow a, a religious objection to be a valid reason not to. Okay. I think that's stupid. <laughs> and so does this uh, this district court judge. Well, yeah, they're putting us all at risk. Well, yeah. not me because I've had my, I've been immunized. Well, but but, it, but for a certain percentage of the population, immunizations mm-hmm. don't work as well. Oh, right. So okay. it does put those even some immunized people okay. are put are put at risk. Sure, that's a good by point. the population okay. not being immunized. Uh, I, I feel like my immunizations worked though. I, I feel <laughs> you, you feel fully str- immunized. <laughs> I can feel it. It's I, just a sense that I every have now and then. Me. Every now and then, smallpox enters my body, and I just kill that shit. Yeah. No, I just shred it. Yeah, that Happen- virus has no chance Happens in my body. All the time. Yeah. So, uh, so th- there are several cases cited, but yeah, the judge basically said that uh, the right to practice religion freely does not include parental liberty to expose the community or the child to communicable diseases. Oh, that's actually not this judge. Sorry, that's a that's that's a citing of a of a nineteen forty four case. Called Prince versus Massachusetts. Oh wow! But, okay, but so since 1944, uh, we have known that in the United in these United States of America, the right to practice religion uh, does not mean that you get to put the rest of us at risk. Right. Exactly. Or your child at risk. Yeah. Uh, and you know, huh. you know, I we actually had an email about this. I should have I should have brought that up before. Let me see if I can track that down. Uh, it, was a, it was a question, right, about Mormon stance? Yeah, so the question was, um, it was basically, uh, it was talking about the religious uh, right to immunize. Um, it, oh, it's from Australia. Okay. Uh, first of all, she said, just wanted to say thanks for making at least one trip a week to and from work so much more enjoyable. Oh, that's oh, nice. This is, this is Lee who wrote this. Huh. Um, I've enjoyed your on-the-road stuff, but really looking forward to whatever you crop together and post on the visit to the David Koresh compound in the chat with the minister. Okay. Well, yeah. we, we, we still have no idea what we're going to do with that, Lee, so <laughs> don't worry about that. Just, just, just if something comes, it comes <laughs> at this point. Um, uh, 
so uh, she says she's from Sydney, uh, and the state is very active at present at pushing vaccinations for kids. And there isn't, but there is an out for religious purposes. Mm. Uh, she says, "I was wondering what is the LDS slash Mormon stance on such things? Do they agree with m- medical intervention? Uh, we had recently talked about a couple that lost a second child mm. uh, due to denying their children medical aid, and she couldn't remember what the Mormons believed. Mormons love medicine. Mormons That's are good. They're... Mormons are good that way. Yeah, in general, mm-hmm. in gen- they're 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 just like with any group." There are going to be like weirdos mm. who uh, who are outliers in that respect. Um, right. My sister in law being one of them. <laughs> but but her her objections she doesn't she doesn't put it in anything religious, right? She has sort of I don't think kind of I honestly ideas. She, well, that's what she says. But I know her well enough to know that there's not a thing in her life that doesn't revolve back to religion at some point. Hmm. I would be interested I, to hear her discuss the intersection if there is one in her mind yeah. between. I would love to know how a Mormon comes up with a with a Mormon reason to right. not get because there is no because whatnot. Mormons are are we have actually some very fine uh, uh, medical uh, facilities mm-hmm. here in in the state of Utah and uh, most of them are uh, I mean a lot of the their staff are are LDS because right. a lot of the people in this state well, a couple of our really good hospitals were founded by them. Right, were set up by the Mormon Church. Right, there's one of the they, biggest. They no longer ho- belong to the Mormon Church. But right, they... but one of the big hospitals in Salt Lake is called LDS Hospital yeah. to this day. Yeah, so yeah, they're they're all about. I mean, I was immunized. You were immunized. Yeah, yeah. We Mormons get immunized, so it's not. Yeah, it's we're. That's why we're safe here in Utah. <laughs> not a lot of those anti-immunization <laughs> kooks here. They're kooks in totally different ways. Yeah, yeah. They they make up for it. Anyway, thanks, Lee, for the. Uh, for the uh, question. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. We have... Uh, this was an interesting story. Um, uh, my two stories that I'm looking at this week both actually um, come from the Salt Lake Tribune. Oh. So this is the first one of those. Um, there, not too long ago, the uh, Weber State University, which is here in Utah, um, along the Wasatch Front... Um, and it's a state school. It is indeed. In its name, Weber State, it's public public university. Um, they just named their. They have a family center that provides um, services to families in need for whatever type stuff. Well, and they they study family studies, right? Um, there there might be some of that going on, but it's not. Um, the thing to remember here is a lot of people were thinking that it was for like a building that is mm. that, 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 that what we're talking about here. Um, they decided to name the center. Let's just get to cut to the chase real quick. Oh, yeah. they, they announced that they were um, going to name this family center after uh, Boyd K. Packer, um, an LDS apostle. Um, and he is a peach people. He's yeah. He's like next in line. Should, That's uh, true. Should Monson die? He doesn't look like he's going to make it. No, no. But Packer uh, looks like he's in much worse shape than Monson does. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but nonetheless, um, he's been a, just a very, very high-profile apostle since the beginning of his apostleship. Like, right? Like, oh yeah. Some of them sort of connect with people or get a little bit more attention than others. Hey man, the cream rises to the top. And. <laughs> 
It's and, always it's always been that way. And he's he's known for his uh, statements against uh, the homosexual community. Oh yeah, he um, hates you guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> he he he's he's just he's a hateful, awful man. Yeah, he's kind is of what he is. He's the one who had the, we talked about the tolerance trap. Oh right, a couple right, months ago. Right? right, don't fall into the trap of tolerating people. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. This guy is a bad, bad man. Yeah. (laughs) And so, rightfully so, uh, the the Utah Stonewall Democrats um, are bringing up the issue and saying that the center should not be named after Packer. Um, Well, now, wait a minute. You're saying that a state institution shouldn't name a family center (laughs) after 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 a religious leader who hates... Uh, a large swath of kinds of families in Utah. Yeah, that's what they're weird. saying. That's yeah. weird. Why I would they? Know. Why would they object to that? I don't know. <laughs> um, so what ends up happening is Weber State kind of parts the veil, so to speak, mm. about their thinking about why they why they chose this name. Oh, okay. And they, they said that there's basically two different ways, two different justifications for naming a center or this kind of thing on on a, on a university campus. One, the person gave you a ton of money. Right. Okay? And that was not the case here. Okay. Um, Packer did not give the school any money um, to get his name on this center. Right. So the other justification would be that it helps in fundraising. Yeah. That you put some you, – you, you honor somebody by naming their your center – after, after them, after them, in the hopes and that money in the hopes will that, flow exactly, yeah, and get some attention for it, and money comes in. Well, apparently, they have raised seventy five percent of their one point two five million dollar goal. It doesn't surprise me. And now, I bet all this publicity has really helped in that fundraising. They've probably ended up raising more money. But here's the deal: um, they. <laughs> they've also continued to answer questions <laughs> and they've <laughs> said things like, um, first of all, uh, this, this Rasm- Rasmussen, uh, guy, who is this person? Sorry. Uh, anyways, a representative from the, the university said, this is in no way, shape or form to suggest that it's only going to serve certain kinds of people. Mm. We're not about that. Okay. 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 That, that's nice. Um, and then it says, only certain kinds of people would know about those remarks, referring to Packer's remarks, <laughs> or worry about those remarks, uh, Rasmussen said. Um, only a, certain kinds uh-huh, of people. Only certain kinds of people. Mm. A student whose tuition is being paid by someone in the center, I'm not sure they're going to lose a whole lot of sleep thinking about the name. Huh. Well, I have to tell you, I, would, I wouldn't seek out. A scholarship with Boyd Fudge Packer's name <laughs> yeah, on it. I wouldn't want that money. <laughs> I was the Boyd K. Packer hatred scholar. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also uh, the university spokesman, John Kowales- Kowaluski, said um, Weber State does not make a decision or does not make a decision like this lightly, nor do we back away from the decision once it's made. Oh, um, sticking to their guns. And uh, he's a high-profile Utah. I mean, you can't deny that. Yeah, he is high-profile. But hopefully, there's something about that person that you're naming your center after 
that, that has a value set that reflects your what, value set and reflects what the what what that institution might be going after exactly as opposed to the opposite of that yeah so all they did is made they they made a really um well very cynical choice to just pick a name of somebody who would attract some attention right. and get some some big mormon money right well and, and that's it and uh, you know i get I guess what what's interesting is that they're getting money. I I don't know. I if, honestly, if we if we couldn't name our institutions after people that have said or done awful things, mm-hmm. I mean, we I mean we we wouldn't even well, have we, we wouldn't would have be, the Adolf Hitler Center for Tolerance, right? Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, <laughs> he went straight for Hitler, folks. <laughs> straight for Hitler. I was going to lead up to it. I was going to do like. You know, two stepping stones to Hitler, but no, Frank just dove into the yeah, deep end. You know, yeah. Well, what would Duke University do? Yeah, <laughs> just saying. Mm. You, we wouldn't have any education centers in the South if if, if you couldn't <laughs> if you couldn't name things after controversial figures. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Well, there you go. Go Weebcats. Um. I'm going to move us down to Florida, where there was a, uh, there in uh, Bradford County, Florida, at the uh, the Bradford County Courthouse, there mm-hmm. is currently standing a six-ton granite monument of the Ten Commandments. Oh, it six is, tons? It is, yeah. You're, you can't go up and move <laughs> this thing as a vandal. It's not, you can't go up and, like, take it. It's big. Uh, anyway, uh, obviously, to heathens like us, that's just a mite offensive. But uh, so the um, so uh, the group um, the American atheists went after them, uh, and they they sued, and they settled. Mm. And you want to know what the settlement is? What's that? So so we know that there's basically two two like quasi. Uh, constitutional outcomes that could work in a situation like this. Mm. Either they allow everybody to put a monument out or they allow nobody to put a monument out. Sure. Okay. Well, they went with option A. So there's going to be a a granite bench bench. installed. How many tons will it weigh? Because that seems to also be important in this. It should be at least, like you have to have. It's not even a ton. We got fifteen hundred pounds. Fifteen hundred pounds is strong. That's a that's a that's, that's a good a, that's a good bench. A actually. good showing for yeah. a bench. That that's a hardy bench. That's a bench <laughs> that they know might have otherwise disappear. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> sometimes at, you have to make things heavy just as so they it is. Stay on I'm site. guessing that bench changes color every now and then. <laughs> I hope it. I hope. Okay. <laughs> I, I hope they can clean. They can clean safely. Clean spray paint off of that yeah. bench. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, uh, that bench is uh, is going to be installed by the American atheists. It will have atheistic quotations. Ah, it will, uh, I I don't know what those are. You know, ah. or who those I, I'm sure that they'll choose very interesting ones. I could give them an, an atheist quotation. <laughs> Fuck that six ton <laughs> piece of shit. See that big monument over there? It's bullshit. <laughs> I actually have no objection to most of the commandments. Most of the commandments are pretty nice. 
in general, you probably shouldn't kill people. Probably should. You yeah, know. it's just that most of them have to do with your relationship with God rather yeah, than right. actually doing good and yeah. or not doing bad. Right. The first four are just God do ex, ex, doing some puffery. Right. And then who gives a rat's ass about honoring your parents? <laughs> yeah, honor your father and your mother unless they're assholes. Yeah, you don't have to do that. No. That seems ridiculous. Yeah. And that you know, there we can all think of of moments of of just it's not hard to come up with an example of a time when it would be more moral to lie or when, a mm. time when it would be more moral to to kill or mm. a time when it would be more moral to do any of those numbers. So to really make a blanket statement that you shouldn't do these things. Mm. Yeah. You know, the Sabbath day. Fuck you. Yeah, who cares? I love that day. Yeah. My Sabbath day. I keep it holy by drinking a bloody Mary. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's how I'll keep it holy. All right. That's my sacrament. Anyway. So, but I I just don't like this as a settlement. I mean, I guess it's to, it's you have to p- you pick your battles, and if that's what you, you figured it out, and I trust that they've they went they reached that point, right, where they knew that the, it was a it was a law of diminishing returns, sure, sort of okay. issue. I'll, I I will give them that. I'll say right. okay, I understand, and at least you're getting this. I just think though that it it ends up it ends up being contentious. It ends up being the war of atheist versus versus christians and, and the fact of the matter is neither of them should be there right that's the point the point is that this is this is judicial this is our government there should be right. nothing religiousy about it right now hotel rooms oh yeah throw everything <laughs> in there throw it all just <laughs> every when you go to a hotel room why not inscribe a nice quotation on the wall yeah bring a sharpie yeah I, I want to, if there is not a six ton monument <laughs> in my next hotel room, in the room itself, I'm going to, I'm going to march out. I don't know. Some of those, uh, old school TVs are pretty heavy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we, we saw a few of those on our trip too. Oh my gosh. Cause we were staying at nice places. Oh yeah. We were staying at the, uh, <laughs> the five star hotels for sure. Yeah. Oh, the, the really good ones. Yeah. Well, all right, back to some uh, some Utah news uh, and the Mormons. Um, so, for those of you who live in Utah, you uh, or have been around Mormons enough, you might know about a little institution called the Desert Industries. Oh, the DI, the DI. Uh, this is uh, the the local thrift store, the more Mor- uh, the Goodwill, or like a Salvation Army, right? Like good like thrift store thing, but cleaner typically. I still has that gross thrift it has store thrift smell. Smell, but they're large. They tend to be really fairly well organized. Um, I don't find them any cleaner myself when I think about I, it. I, but they're anyway. It's the more. So. It's the Mormon thrift store. They're they're typically uh, peopled by by uh, by disabled employees frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, they often have uh, refugee. Mm-hmm. Um, new arrivals to this country, right? Um, who are learning sort of um, it, it, basically what they run for the, the the people who work in in the store and sorting donations and whatnot is a workplace training program. Yeah, and it's pretty good. It, I mean, I'm cool. sure they so, have to hear some some stupid scripture every now and then and whatnot, but that I do not know. Um, but, but, but they've, but they have a reputation for being really good to their employees and, 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 and training them and treating them well. Exactly. Um, they start at seven twenty five an hour, mm-hmm. which 
I believe that's minimum wage. minimum wage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but nonetheless, um, and that's a ridiculous minimum wage, right? Um, but apparently, it can increase incrementally depending on their. <laughs> this is what the article says. Depending on their adeptness at sorting clothes. <laughs> so wow, that guy really knows his blue. <laughs> that guy. That guy can tell a men's shirt from a woman's shirt in three point two seconds. Yeah. Um. And and so you know, cool program. Um. For a lot of these people. Yeah. Um. Something, but they've tells never me, gotten health tells insurance. Me you're about to ruin this for yeah, me. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, they've never gotten health insurance. Um, it's never been a part of the program, whatever. And, well, as you know, um, starting, I believe it's the beginning of next year, um, Obamacare, uh, the, the certain provisions of it will kick in where uh, if, you, if an employer has more than 50 employees and they're over full-time and, and the employee uh, is a full-time employee then they are you're required to give them health insurance to provide health insurance for them or pay a fine or pay some some fine of some kind and i don't know what the fine is right. but uh nonetheless so di has chosen to cut everybody's hours oh that's, nice. that's sweet uh, and they're yeah. putting a nice little spin on it oh yeah um they're saying that actually by reducing people's hours, it's allowed them for a dramatic increase in the number of participants. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets a living wage, but there's so much more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not great. What? <coughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that is, that's dick move number one. And we're going to start seeing that all over the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... that's... That's a thing. But for, I mean, honestly, for for a religious organization that's trying theoretically to help people, uh-huh. shouldn't they already be concerned about their health? And the shouldn't, fact that... And, and shouldn't they be con- considering, like, providing them health care anyway? They should. They, they sh- it should have already been on their list of things that they were trying to do with it, in yeah. my opinion. Like, it, the fact that it's that they're just like, oh, well, no, we don't, and we never have, and so now this is what we're doing. It's all just bullshit. That's just such crap. It's Because here, here's a business that runs – their overhead is rent, and which I'm sure they, they own their buildings. Yeah, they own all their buildings. Um, so they've got utilities, their buildings, and payroll. Yeah. Right? They don't have their stock, the stuff they sell, the way they make their money is all donated. It's free. They get free inventory. Free inventory. Which and they sell, they which they sell at not alarmingly low prices, I might add. <laughs> it's not like you go in there and you get the the most amazing deal ever. Yeah. You know, a good sale at Target will match them. Yeah. Yeah. No, and you'll true. get and you'll get brand new clothes. Yeah. So, so I mean, I support helping people. This, this is some bullshit. Yeah. I and as so. if I didn't have enough reason already to not go to the DI, yeah. now yeah. I've got plenty of reason not yeah. to go there. Yeah, I know. We're calling for a TGIA boycott <laughs> of the Deseret Industries. I don't think it's to that point. No, I'm but... doing it. I'm ca- <laughs> Don't go to the DI. None of you. Everybody, if you want to go to the DI, go to the DI because they're not they're – no, they're no worse than – than the a large, huge, unavoidable segment of of America. Yeah, and and like you can't if you're going to point out them. Savers are, is doing the same thing. Exactly. And the Goodwill's doing the exactly. same thing. Exactly. It's it's happening all over the place. And so who are you? Who are you gonna really? 
Here's what you do. You go and you find the least stinky thrift shops, <laughs> and you go there. That's that's the key. Why do they all have that smell? Is, is that what it must used be, craps collectively smells like? I think that it must be a detergent that they're using. Because don't they wash the clothes? Uh, I hope so. If they wash the clothes, then I'm guessing it's just this industrial strength detergent that they just... Something that would kill bed bugs and something whatnot. yeah something that would kill humans if they got came in contact <laughs> with it that's why they're running through so many employees yeah i know right mm. see well okay so uh el salvador is a country oh i've heard of it yeah and uh and of course because it's a a latin american country it's largely catholic see see mm-hmm. uh so they have about as strict of abortion laws as you could possibly imagine. I want you to imagine some abortion laws in your head, everybody. Okay. Get them in your head. Okay. Dancing around. Oh. Now, pick the strictest ones you can find. Okay. And apply them. And here's how I'll demonstrate this fact. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. Uh, a woman, a 22-year-old woman mm. in El Salvador, going by the, the name Beatrice because she doesn't want to put give out her last name good name to pick though yeah sure i like the italian pronunciation of beatrice beatrice yeah yeah that's nice (laughs) anyway uh beatrice uh has lupus oh okay so when she got pregnant that oh puts her in serious danger yeah uh her child it means that she that that her her kidneys aren't going to function properly like, a whole shit ton of things can go very, very wrong very, very quickly. Okay. And have already started to do so. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so she's filed to try and get an exemption so that she can abort this child. Add to this the fact that the child has a condition called... Uh, what's it called? Anacephalopagus. No, anencephalus. Um... Which means that it doesn't have much of its brain. Oh, God. which means that it prob that there's like a ninety something percent chance that the child will not survive. Oh dear God! At all. Okay. If ever there was a perfect combination of reasons why you can have an abortion, this is it. Yeah. A child that won't survive. Right. That's basically dead in the water already. Right. And a mother that could die if she carries it to term. Uh, the El Salvadoran Supreme Court just ruled that she can't have an abortion. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Well, all right. This, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. It's, it's, it's baffling to the extent that, like, all logic is completely buggered. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine. I cannot, I, I, am, I am still to this moment. I know how, how religion can fuck with your brain. Mm-hmm. But to this moment, to say, well, that child deserves a chance at life, too. Yeah. That child with only par- a portion of a brain deserves a chance at life, too. And the mom, you know. Who probably can't carry it to, to term. Who will probably die from it. So the or child possibly will die, die too. So you'll, lose, you'll definitely lose the child and possibly the mother. Right. Or the mother can live. Right. With a full brain. Right. Presumably. Yeah. An intact human we already have on the table. I can give you one human already intact. Yeah. Or you can take 
Option B, which is no humans. They need to appeal to the Pope on this one. Like, would the Supreme Court listen to the Pope? That's surely the Pope would, like... I don't know that surely. <laughs> like, I don't know that we can say surely. One would hope that this Pope, who has seen reason in a few things, might see this, might, might have something to say about this. I just... I, I, it's crazy town. It just seems so unreasonable to me. Like, it seems so far beyond the pale. And this isn't, like, some district court. This is the Supreme yeah. Court of the country. These are the best legal minds in the country. And they can't find a loophole and out for this. That's how tight this law is. Wow. Yeah. So, now, now there's not all bad news. She can technically try to come to the United States to have an abortion. Right. Uh, several hospitals have reached out and offered it to her, uh, but she has to file for a, like a medical uh, thingy. Oh. Some sort of, some sort of, like medical asylum sort of thing. <laughs> she has to, I mean. Really? <laughs> this thing is ridiculous. They're just, I mean, the the fact that she has to sort of appeal to international politics in order to survive when it's the easiest thing to fix. The easiest thing to fix. Well, the easiest would be a hangnail. This is, I mean, there still is like a medical well, okay, procedure. Okay, there's here. a medical procedure, but it's, <laughs> we kind of know how to do it. Right. We've yeah. figured it out. Well, uh, the, the problem is, is that, I mean, in, in such a country, would she even find a doctor who was, who, who knew what he was doing or well, what she was doing? To be yeah, honest, to be yeah. Fair. I mean, I mean, and I, not not because they have. I'm I'm not saying oh they they must have bad medicine whatever. No, I'm saying doctors it's a aren't. medical procedure and you have to be trained on it. Right, right. In order to to do it, you know, in a safe way for the for the woman. Indeed. So that is a question. There are many questions. And at here. the same time, they should uh, make it so she can't get pregnant. They should tie, cut some tubes, do something <laughs> while they're in there. Yeah, I, I mean, it would seem like if if she's if her body's that unfit for carrying a child, yeah. she probably doesn't want to get herself into this mess again. Yeah, yeah, but I, I would say so. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Yeah. Facebook dot com slash TGI Atheist is a way that you can go and follow us. You can like us there, and then you know. Our posts will and then show we'll, up in your we'll feed feel, and we'll feel so liked. Yeah. We'll feel. Do you, don't you want us to feel liked? Of course you do. Yeah. Um, also, you can email us and let us know what what's going on in your life by uh, writing to podcast at thankgodimatheist uh, dot com, or you can leave us a voicemail at four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yeah. All right. For our little audio break, we are going to. Oh, listen to that wonderful... We've listened to him, I think, once before. Mm. Um, his name is Matt Barber. Oh, he's of Sounds the... like a fine, upstanding name. <laughs> yeah. He's with uh, Liberty Council, which is, from what I gather, which they're pretends to a be litigious... a, a real organization. Yes. They're a right, right-wing, uh, conservative, religious, uh, litigious organization. Yeah. That bring suits on issues that they think were freedom of religion is being. I'm grumpy. <laughs> so here's something that he had to say about, uh, uh, you know, uh, gays and lesbians adopting kids. Same sex adoption or gay parenting laws like this 
permanently preclude mom or dad from the child's well-being and life, ultimately have a negative effect on that child. Uh, this is damaging, and we need to oppose this bill. Liberty Council and Liberty Council Action will certainly be on the front lines in opposition to this kind of bill because it's damaging to children, it's damaging to families, and it's damaging to our community. What this is, this is selfish adults putting their desires and their wishes over the best interests of children. It, that's plain and simple. You know, actor Rupert Everett, uh, a famous homosexual a British actor, uh, even even he gets it. He, he has called uh, this idea of homosexual parenting or homosexual ado- adoption egocentric. That's exactly what it is. It's parents, uh, not parents, it's ho- uh, homosexuals who can't, through the natural biological process, have children, uh, trying to acquire children. They're basically purchasing children. It's, you know, it's like having little pets or something, I guess. Uh, and, and it's egocentric, it's selfish, and it hurts children, and this bill uh, needs to be stopped. Hmm. Oh, hurtful. It's so hurtful. Why would they do that? It's just awful when you give, you know, and you know when you adopt the, a child. You know what the most offensive state in the union is on that front? What? Utah. <gasps> Did you know that Utah has the highest per capita uh, gay adoption in the country? I heard that it was gay parenting. Okay. True. I don't know about gay adoption. Because I know, I do know two we, gay we, people who recently adopted. I know... Of two instances of gay adoption in Utah in the last like two months, three months, right? But if both of their names have are on are part of the deal, they didn't do it in Utah because it. Doesn't, I know, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, and that that's Utah is one of the states that Utah doesn't say gays and lesbians cannot adopt. They weren't they weren't so foolhardy as that. <laughs> um, they uh, instead they said that um, single folk Can cannot I... adopt. Oh. So you have to be legally married in order to adopt in the no, state of Utah. No, that's not true. I believe that's what it was. Or do you? Or, okay, so you go out of the state and you adopt a kid and then you just bring it back. Yeah, you establish residency somewhere else for a minute and come back. I don't even think you have to do that. Well, because my friends who did it didn't establish no residency. All right, they just went out, grabbed a kid, and came back. Well, however they did it, they stole it. <laughs> and it's and you know what it is? It's selfish. It is selfish. They want to raise a child in a stable home. That's just selfish. Awful. It's just, just selfish. They're hurting everybody. Mostly those two guys who are talking. Yeah. Those guys are really hurt by that. Well, they cry at night. Why Why don't we take their feelings into account when we do things, I Frank? Know. Well, because, because I don't think I'd be able to do much <laughs> in my life. Because their feelings get hurt. If I took Matt Barber's... Because those uh, guys are easily butthurt. What was the other guy's name? Who cares? Matt Don't say his name. Who cares what his name is? I hate those guys. <laughs> well, all right, Dan. Yeah, I know. I'm getting grumpy. Huh. I'm going to do some emails. Okie doke. I'm going to talk about some, some people that I do like. Okie doke. Uh, we, we got an email from Chris. Now, mind you, we got to go back a ways on some of these emails because we didn't do email last week. No, that's true. We were in the car. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the car. That's funny. Anyway, Chris uh, wanted to say, uh, first of all, let me say I love the show so much. Well, the show loves you so much, Chris. Um, he said he nearly leapt in the air with joy when, when I discovered an atheist podcast whose hosts are familiar with Mormon culture in Utah. You guys are fun, intelligent, and positive, which is a rarity in the podcasting world. About three weeks ago, he says, I decided to donate a few bucks every month because you guys clearly put a lot of effort and work into your podcast. He hopes others will, too. 
Well, that's nice. I agree with him on that point. I hope others will too. Also, <laughs> uh, and it, by the way, if you if you want to donate to us uh, and help us cover our costs, uh-huh. you can do so by going to thankonimatheus.com and clicking on the support us button. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you can still buy us some stuff. I mean, we're done with the trip, but you can still sort of retroactively help us cover our costs from the trip by buying us drinks or a meal right. or a tank of gas or uh, lodging. Yes, indeed. For a night. Um, anyway, Chris says, I'm a 36-year-old gay returned missionary, Mormon, uh, and, I'm, and an, I'm an atheist, so I really relate to your perspective. Uh, due to your city weekly ranking as for best local podcast, uh, there must be a good number of like-minded people in Salt Lake who in the Salt Lake area who enjoy the show. Have you ever done a local live show or a social event here in Salt Lake City? Uh, I've heard about the events that are taking place on the big trip, and I'd love to attend a similar event locally. It would even be fun to to be a fly on the wall during a regular taping of the podcast if that were possible. Yeah. Thanks for all the laughs uh, and common thoughts you guys have have shared over the last year and a half. I'm catching up on back episodes and having lots of fun with it. Cool. Yeah, well, I think we need to get right on that. I think we do. Uh, Chris, we've never had such a thing. We were hiding from you people for long enough. (laughs) But now, Utah Meetup, I think we should talk about it. So that'll be in the works, Chris. Uh, We will let you know um, on the Facebook, on the the podcast, uh, on the website. We will will be soon announcing a Salt Lake City meetup. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the people, you don't have to be in Salt Lake City. No, like it's you can just be that's fr- where it's going to be. Yeah, the meetup will be in Salt Lake City. But mm-hmm. you come from all, you know, if you want to come from Australia, sure. Come on out. Come on out. You know, see our lovely city. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that'll be in the works. Uh, we got it coming up. So thanks for writing, Chris. We had an interesting, we had a bunch of comments on the, uh, on the uh, blog. One of them I wanted to pull out said, uh, this one is from Mike, who says, you know, if some Christians believe in the rapture and that they will be raptured into heaven, shouldn't these people be banned from driving cars, taxis, and buses? Oh. Shouldn't we say they can't be pilots? After all, if what they believe is true, one day they are going to be raptured away, and whatever they are driving is going to smash into something or someone. It, it would be fun to let them think that we believed them. <laughs> that's because the, you'd have to like the problem yeah the problem to, is that this uh, this idea is predicated on us actually believing what they're saying right but i it is it is kind a, of a fun idea to let them think that we do believe that it's going to happen just to cause them problems and that we understand that we're not going to be sucked up so they're putting our lives at danger right. and so please if you would wouldn't mind we we would we would like for you to no longer we we would drive feel, cars we would feel safer if you mm-hmm. were not allowed to fly up the plane that i'm on mm-hmm. yeah matter of fact from now on everybody when you get onto a plane you find that pilot and you say hey do you believe in the rapture and then if they say yes you throw a goddamn hissy fit <laughs> <laughs> so you're you believe that you are endangering all these lives yeah you, yeah so wait, let me tell let me ask you because this. that i mean what you're saying is point is if we're in the air and the rapture occurs you believe that you'll just go whizzing off and leave us without a pilot, and the plane will careen to the ground. That's what you're telling me. You well, believe that that's you believe that probably. that's acceptable. You believe that that's okay. Mm-hmm. You're endangering our lives. <laughs> These are my children are on he this plane. He believes he's endangering our lives. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. He's not. No. No. Clearly. He's in no danger of being sucked up by by God's Hoover. 
but the fact that they would still take these jobs, it does say something about them. It says something creepy about them. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Well, no, because because no, here's the true point. Uh Mike, they don't really believe it. No, they do. No, they believe it on some like intellectual level, on some religious level, but nobody believes nobody like viscerally believes it's going to happen. I think these people do. If they did, they would know that they're endangering people's lives in these moments, but they don't I think care they about don't that. Care. Oh, they're really? going to be gone. They, God They'll have been God raptured, and whatever happens, that's that's God's doing. That's God. Okay. Yeah. I think a lot of these people. I mean, I know that even when I was a believer, believer, like I think if you ask to test most people's faith on a visceral level, like on a hey, you have to lose your driving privilege level, I don't think that they'd pass that test of faith. I think they would. Okay. I, I, I mean, obviously, I can't speak for everybody, but I think you would see a large number of people. I mean, of course I think they several of them it. would. Of course. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, we have uh, a, a large, uh, very large number of thank yous. Ah, yes. That we need to get to. Um, these are people who, who helped us along our journey. Mm. Um, we didn't get to do them last week, so this is last week and this week's yeah. uh, thank yous. Uh, so we'll just launch right in. Yes. Uh, I wanted to say thanks to David who, who bought us a meal. Thank you, David. Uh, Rosie who bought us drinks. Thank you. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, Michael who bought us a, a tank of gas. Really nice. Um, and John who says, keep on trucking guys. Love listening to your podcasts. Uh, he bought us a tank of gas as well. Isn't Thank you, John. Sweet. Uh, Zev bought us uh, drinks and said, have a wonderful trip experiencing the wonders of what religious America has to offer. I thought a drink would be appropriate. Love the podcast as a former Christian who converted to Orthodox Judaism and now a bright. Uh, it's a great list. It's great listening to humor. Um, Wait, Paul- there's not a lot of humor in Orthodox Judaism. That's weird. <laughs> uh, Paula, uh, bought us a tank of gas. Thank you, Paula. Yeah. Um, Steven bought us uh, drinks. He says, thanks for the great show, guys, and keep up the great work. He's from Ontario, Canada. Wow. Um, And then we have another Steve. um, Steven. This is Steven. They're Um, both Stevens. Sure. Okay. Um, Who... who bought it who, who uh, uh bought us a hotel stay yeah he says, sprung for a hotel thank you yeah it says hope this pay hope this pays uh for the road trip or helps pay for the road trip thanks for all the great entertainment oh thank you Smiley steven face. uh lee uh get, bought us a tank of gas thanks a lot uh, Mary bought us some drinks uh, and says, although Arkansas as a whole is pretty creepy, hot springs and Eureka Springs are both cool little spots to visit um cheers yeah cool so you, you know what she's not she's right yeah they were they were cool we places. had we had a great time in both those places and we will be talking about that um michael bought us drinks and uh and we did and we got a new uh a new subscriber yeah which is alex, alex yeah who's who's a new subscriber so, so thank, thank you, you for all for all of that it really helped uh defray the very large cost of that <laughs> particular endeavor of ours yes indeed so, so yes thank you very much everyone that was amazing and speaking of that endeavor mm-hmm. of that d- 
little road trip that we took. Mm-hmm. It's done. I know. It's all over. We it, finished. We yeah. survived. Somehow. We made it all the way home. Survived torrential rain. Oh, yeah. My God. You people in Kansas and, you know, the neighboring areas, Memphis, oh, had Memphis some crazy rain. rain. was insanity. You know, the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plain. Yeah. Why can't it do that in... Well, Where Kansas we is mostly plains too, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. boy, boy, it, when it comes down, it just decides to really come down, doesn't it? Yep. So we wanted to wrap it up. We wanted to talk, you know, sort of give you a, a little bit of the the end of the thing and what you know, give you our thoughts. Yeah, we wanted so- to talk about uh, where we went. Where did we go? Well, uh, right after uh, we last let off on our when we last left you. Um, with with our road trip, we uh, we had just gone to Hot Springs. Hot and then, Springs, Arkansas. Then we did a little layover with my family for uh, my niece and nephew's high school graduation. In Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. And, and that was an interesting thing. We went to, you know, one of the things that we've talked about, you and I, on this mm-hmm. podcast, is uh, is school events in the mm-hmm. South. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was fascinated to go to this high school graduation because I didn't know what I was going to see. Right. I didn't know if I was going to see a prayer I right. didn't know if yeah. I was going to see. I didn't know what I was going to see. Well, I'm sure you heard mention of the baccalaureate, or did you? Did you hear them mention baccalaureate? I heard the word. Um, the the baccalaureate is that's when they get all the the Jesusy stuff in, oh. and it's unofficial, and it's held at a church, and everybody just knows about it. Oh, and that's when like a local pastor will say the little that that's when there's prayers I right see. and acknowledging god and god helping everybody and being right good, so good so graduates in god that's where the non-christians can feel left out yeah yeah good yeah. good yeah. good no, at least still, at least they have preserved that tradition at least there was a venue for yeah, for uh, excluding non-christians which yeah. is which is nice but as far as the graduation itself yeah they they stopped doing <clears throat> prayers years ago yeah they don't do prayer they didn't do a prayer although god was mentioned several times by speakers by speakers who who, uh, you know, they're allowed to do that, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. so. So there you go. Whatever. It wasn't the superintendent up there talking about God. Right, right. exactly. So so that was, was the that, students. And then, and then other than that, it was, uh, it was a typical boring uh, event where we get to watch a whole lot of people <sighs> walk in a line for a Could very long time. Could they have made a graduation of, what, less than 300 kids <laughs> take any longer? <laughs> no, it was, it, they made sure that it took as long as, as, as possible. I swear to God, my college graduation was quicker than that. And the poor band had to play Pomp and Circumstance on continuous loop for I think it was a decade. Yeah. I think it lasted a decade long. Well, we walked in, and it's just that one little—it's that one little like sixty-four bar, like yeah. loop yeah. of, yeah. and then just repeat over right. and over and over. Well, and, over. and of course they couldn't just let the students start seated like they did. When the, when the event started, right. all the kids were seated out on the <laughs> out on the football field. They're in their spots, and then all of a sudden, they're like, "Now it's time for the parade of the graduates." Right? They pres- and there's a procession. Like and they so, didn't... they all stand up <laughs> and walk around for a minute, and then sit down right back where they were. Right? Yeah, they didn't precede them into the thing. No, 
They, they, the, everybody starts sitting, and then everybody stands up and slowly walks around back to their seat. I, I was worried <laughs> that they were going to march them around the track. Oh. They, they all have to do a quarter mile. That you know? would, I think that would be funny. <laughs> you see the, the, but then at least you'd be able to see them. Yeah. Like, what's the point of you know a having pres- a procession if they're that far away from us? If you can't really see them. Yeah, so, we couldn't. Even, we couldn't even pick your niece out of the out of the crowd. Couldn't find her. I mean, your nephew has has a uh, has a different name than she does, and so he he had the last. You know, he right. was in the last row. We, we knew could, where we he was going to be. Spot him because but, it was all alphabetical order. But she, so her last he name easy. is her last name starts with an M. Yeah, we're so never going to find an M. In the middle, but is this is this graduating class heavy on the beginning or end of the alphabet? Right, we didn't know. We have no clue. She was just missing. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. pain in the butt. But anyways, um, after that, we took off uh, to uh, Eureka Springs, which is a charming little town in Arkansas. Okay. Eureka Springs, it it will baffle you. Oh. If you don't know what you're getting yourself into, which we didn't. No. Here's what we knew about Eureka Springs. We knew that Eureka Springs has the great passion play. Yes. The word great, the modifier great, might be a bit of a misnomer, but we'll mm. get to that. Well, it's not the the great it's not the the passion great play. It, well, it, they're claiming that the passion's great, or they're claiming <laughs> great in in terms of size. In yeah, which case, oh, it is big. In which it case, is large. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Anywho, uh, so so and and we knew that there was a giant statue of Jesus, a la the one overlooking Rio. Yeah. Uh, with its arms stretched out, mm-hmm. overlooking. The this. tiny town of Eureka Springs. <laughs> so these are the things that we knew for a fact going into this town. We also, I also I knew, knew that it was touristy and that there were a lot of shops and touristy shops. Sure. Okay. But beyond that, I really, I, I didn't know what the community was like. Right, right, right. So we get there, and first of all, we, the the main little uh, little intersection that we pull up to. We realized that our hotel's right on that intersection. Mm-hmm. So great, we're going to get right in, right? Oh no, because traffic. Is crazy, yeah, like insane traffic, and it's and it's like this you is know, a town uh, of like two thousand people. Let's let's be sure to like this is a small place, right, right. But traffic is insane, and it's all people driving around for no reason. They're parading <laughs> their cars and their motorcycles. Also, like tons of bikers, bikers everywhere. Insane. I was a little scared. <laughs> I was a little. I was no, a little scared weren't. by the bikers. They, no, you weren't. They were a little. Little, you were turned little on. Freaky, little freaky. Yeah, no. There was a lot of bikers, but they were all very nice. Uh, I didn't that we were aware I, of. Yeah. Anyway, they weren't mean. Anyway, but it was in, yeah. So like this place is suddenly crawling with with motorcycles, with cars everywhere. At one point, we drove. We we we. There was like a cop leading a procession of like literally probably over a hundred Mustangs, yeah. Ford Mustangs of. Largely late model Mustangs, which I'm sorry, you don't get to parade a late model Mustang, well, especially not one from the 90s. No, no, oh not no, that, well, the 90s ones are almost funny enough that you get to do it, eh. but you do not get eh. to parade around. I mean, it, you can parade a vintage Mustang. I'm with you. Sure, you can't parade around a 2010 or 2013 Mustang. Well, they had a big meetup and <sighs> they had it in Eureka Springs and, and the, cop the local led police this department. Thing. Was... They had they had little girls sitting on the on the on up on the backs of the of the convertibles yeah. like it's a parade waving uh-huh. at everybody. Yeah. I think you have to tell people that there's a parade in order to uh in order to warrant little girls waving. You have a lot of rules about what a procession <laughs> should be, Dan. 
if it's going to impede my if it's going to impede traffic, then yeah, there's some there should be some rules in place. Anyway, it turns out that this town's adorable. Yeah. And it's got like and then so we go to lunch. Want to tell them who we ate lunch with? Well, uh we walked into this little tea room. It was we were told that there was this cute little tea room to go to. Right. And that the food was actually good. Right. And we were like, "Okay, well, you have to trust the person." And she didn't seem that trustable, like mm. trustworthy. But anyways, um and we were like, "Okay, well, we'll go check it out." And um and so we walk in, and there was going to be like a 20-minute wait or 30-minute wait, whatever it was. And we, and we were, were just hungry. starving. I was ready to go to like find some fast food. I was so right. hungry. Um, but nonetheless, um, we're sitting there. Oh, God. And she kind of just looks at us and is like, well, if you, want, if you don't mind sitting at a large table with two different groups that are already seated, uh, that are already seated. seated there, um, I, I have says, some friends I'm, I'm of I'm going to sit you with my friends. Yeah. I, there's some friends of mine here, and I know that you'll... That you'll uh, hit it off or whatever. I know uh, you'll get along. She's saying yeah. in in her in her charming Arkansas accent. She's and so we walk in, and sure enough, at the end of this table, there's an older gay couple. Yes, and I'm exactly. just like, surely not, surely not. This, you know, <laughs> how did this happen? But anyways, we sit down, and yeah, they were re- they were sweet. They were really nice. Yeah. They were retirees that decided to move from California. Right. And, and and moved to this little tiny town in Arkansas. In Arkansas. For it its was, art scene. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, you know, it's a totally gay town. Yeah. And, and I like, was like, oh, whatever. Okay. But then later, I picked up, um, oh, what was the name of the, the, the gay magazine, or gay, look, the, the local gay rag. Right? Yeah, yeah. I see it on a stand, see the rainbow. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Pick it up. And it turned out that it was the Oklahoma sort of state. Um, Oklahoma? Yeah, Arkansas. It was the Oklahoma oh. one because it covered both Oklahoma City and Tulsa, and obviously, oh, okay. Eureka Springs is right on, right, right near the border. Right, it's close so, enough. So they just brought it they in. They get a lot of business because Arkansas Oklahoma. probably doesn't have one. They, yeah, who knows? Um, and they, uh, but it's there. So anyways, it was, was prominently di- that. It was prominently displayed in our hotel. Yeah, I was thumbing through that, and I see an ad for Eureka Springs. Yeah, the like the local business owners group decided to run an ad in the oklahoma dude gay rag that place is gay so yeah that place yeah. is so like jesus is outstretching his arms over gay town usa yeah it was great yeah so super cute um the passion play we went out to check out we we got sort of the the total experience yeah tickets. we we paid for the we paid for the whole package people <sighs> so some of you some of your donations have gone to getting us into the Holy Land. <laughs> and by the Holy Land, mm. I mean a really bizarre little tour with stops along the way of of actors portraying in first person a la Colonial Williamsburg uh the 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 people of of the Bible. Yes. <laughs> and it was I was done immediately. I actually I if they, they if they had all been sort of to the quality of the tabernacle. Right? Okay, so they have sort this of... tabernacle, this recreation of the biblical tabernacle. Mm-hmm. And you thought that that was good? You were you were pleased with well, that? Well, yeah, it's not that I thought that it was good. It's that they put a lot of effort into it. Sure. And the guy who was running it was good at what he was doing. Oh, our tour guide. Our, the, 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 yeah. Yeah. He was good at doing his little uh, witnessing to the people thing right like when he and and he and he told us details of like 
how it worked and what this spot was about. And then he witnessed and he did his thing. And he was he was not bad at that. He was a preacher. Whereas, he I, was a preacher. So, yeah. yeah, he preached. But then we go down and there's the it's it's the innkeeper's daughter. <laughs> we went, we right? went to Nazareth. Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Sorry. Yes. And there's the innkeeper's daughter. And she comes out, and she's just this sad little thing. <laughs> she's just what and she was was she had the she had the demeanor. I think it was you that said it right. I I said that she uh, she was one of those girls that just doesn't have inflection in her voice, and you were like, she's Daria. <laughs> those of you who remember the '90s may may know that reference. Anyway, yeah. she this is I I got a distinct lesbian vibe off of her, but yeah, I, but who knows? But she she was just. What's funny is that she's saying all of these very sincere things about she's telling us the story. And then, and then my father heard a knock at the door and he went out to see who it was. And it was a man and a woman who was pregnant. And they said, do you have any room at this inn? And my dad said, no, there's no room at this inn. And it just went on forever. Yeah. Quit yeah. telling us this story. And then at one point it gets all sincere about, and then I looked into that baby's face. And I don't know what it was, but that baby had a look on its face that was the most beautiful look on a baby's face that I had ever seen. And she and it was and I could tell that there was something special about that baby. Mm -hmm. And blah blah blah. It was it was like the weirdest combination of yeah. most overly sincere, like script, yeah. and least sincere delivery yeah. of all time. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this recreation of what an innkeeper's home might have looked like and i'm looking at a few of the details and i'm like i like they specifically put that there yeah 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 they had a little i want to know thing it. and tell me more and so that that's the <laughs> idiot in me i'm sitting here and i think oh we're doing a tour of the of the holy land i'm gonna learn something i get to learn about history and instead oh. And I, I figured, oh, it's going to be, like, tempered through, like, this evangelical thing. And I'm going to have to, you know, like, research the things that they bring up. But instead, all it is is this first person, like, and this is how I encountered Jesus in his life. And it's like, oh, crap. Boring. What did we just, you know, sign up for here? Ugh. And then I we have to walk so over and listen, listen to Mary, Jesus's mom, talk about. Yeah, 60-year-old Jesus's mom. Right. Well, she was, she was, this was at, long after she gave birth. She was telling, relating the well, story. I of suppose the birth. so. Anyway, yeah, it was ridiculous. And it was like, and she got like almost teary. She was really oh, working. No, she, she, she was, was misty. She was sure. working the acting yeah. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. But it was just, again, bad script. Although when we got to Simon Peter and the quote unquote Sea of Galilee, <laughs> <laughs> or rather the pond of galilee the the damned up pond <laughs> of, of galilee. galilee he uh he was that's when we realized what we what, what this thing had going for it which is <laughs> like people talking in sort of faux biblical talk mm -hmm. with the most charming hick uh <laughs> accents you've ever yeah. heard in your life these arkansas accents i'm simon peter when 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 uh, when Jesus took and told me to go and throw my nets on the other side of the boat, I thought he was crazy. I said, "Master, we already fished this area." It was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it was delightful. But them nets was full. Them nets was full. <laughs> <laughs> and lo, I looked, and them nets was full. <laughs> 
Oh, Simon Peter. Yeah, he was great. And then the woman at the uh, tomb. Oh yeah, was the tomb. amazing. Mary Magdalene. <gasps> oh, she she had the thickest of any of the accents. Yes, hers was so such a specific th- accent yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And she just sat there and told her story, and again was very sincere. Oh my and, goodness. And and he and I looked, and there he was on the cross, and they they killed him. It was the most. It was. It, I, I can't even. I'm not even doing it justice. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. even attempt. It was just yeah. delightful. Yeah. I literally at one point pulled out my iPhone and started audio recording. It's not. It's not good enough recording that you guys that we could play it for you guys. Right. Uh, nor would we have the right to do that. But for my own purposes, I had to continue to hear that. So yeah. I will play that to myself from here on <laughs> over out. and over again. <laughs> um, and then after uh, Eureka Springs, um, we headed off. To, oh, no, we, we should. We, we, we have more. We didn't even talk about we the play. We didn't talk about the play. Oh we my went God. to the play. The play. The great passion. And great, if it refers to size, holy shit. Yeah. Big play. Big set. Big stage. Yeah. Like this well, this set was. They took over a little valley. Yeah. How how wide would <laughs> you say that is? The seating's on one side and the stage is on the other. Right. How wide would you say that is? That's a solid. I don't know, about six feet? Two? No, not what I'm doing. (laughs) I would say that the stage was a solid, a football field and then some. Yeah. Long. Yeah, because not only were there sort of the buildings, they also were able, they used the surrounding countryside as well. So there were moments where these actors were so far away from you (laughs) that like... I mean, you, we at one point I took a a, a a snapshot with with my iPhone, which you're totally allowed to do. Yeah, and I, you can't even see any people. You see a light off in the distance, <laughs> a spotlight <laughs> off in the distance with little with tiny figures. It's ridiculous how yeah. huge this thing is. It's not a very intimate theater, and it's so huge <laughs> that there were many moments and i mean many moments i'm not talking about like one or two i'm talking about like all throughout this motherfucker people actors are running uh-huh. top speed to get to their next entrance to get to the next thing yeah mind you we're not hearing these actors talk they're it's not all pre-recorded it's all the whole yeah. thing is pre-recorded which is equally delightful yeah. because it's so bad yeah the recording's so bad although jesus did sound like adam west which was really funny <laughs> for whatever reason and the overacting. Oh my yeah. god, the the arm gesticulation alone. Well, they ha- like that was the only clue I had half the time of who was even speaking. Right. Yeah, it was exactly. like whose arms were flailing about. Yeah, there was a, there was I, I don't, there were I probably think the word is histrionics. There were probably right? almost as many at- people on stage as there were in the audience. And there were hundreds. Yeah. There yeah. was there was a, probably a 100 people in that. Yeah. Don't you think? <sighs> think about those crowd scenes. Crowd scenes were there was a lot going on. Yeah. There were so many people. And yeah, yeah they, they did not do enough with the lights. The way that they would clue you in to which part of the stage you're supposed to be paying attention to now is with two things. The lighting and they would move the sound mm-hmm. the, so that the speaker, the, the main speaker that you're hearing it from moves from stage left to stage right. But what's funny is that they don't blend it over. No. It just, just... bumps over. <laughs> <laughs> 
We should mention that we were there also with uh, Ginny and Brett. Oh, yeah. They showed up. We yeah, had some two listeners. Two listeners showed up. And they're awesome. And we had a great time. We, we got progressively we, drunker throughout yeah. the entire evening. Uh, we, yeah. We went out to dinner with them beforehand. And there was a <laughs> moment when we were like, well, we can't see this thing sober. Yeah, no. And so... Yeah. So we, we bought some booze. <laughs> Jenny smuggled it in in her purse, and then we uh, we spiked our we bought drinks and spiked our drinks, and got drunker and drunker throughout the. Whole yeah, time. there was one point where I was like, I have to put this down now. <laughs> I'm going to start yelling things at the at the actors. Yeah, oh, so it was kind of delightful how bad it was. Yeah. I enjoy you know it's like watching a B movie. Yeah, it was it was just at, at the end. You know, when Jesus is crucified and there are the two guys that are crucified next to him. And one of the guys, one of the the thieves who's being crucified next to him is talking. And in order to show us that he's the one that's talking, his hand stays stable, as does his body. But his arms start flapping <laughs> like chicken wings to let us know that he's doing like it. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. It was, it was, it was like he was trying to fly away with his cross. Uh, yeah, I can make it. If I just pump hard enough, yeah, <sighs> yeah, it was, it was something else. It was, and the lasers, there were no lasers. <laughs> so this gay couple at this restaurant earlier in the day, they tell us that, that they live right close to it, right, right, and so that, that and every night they have to like see the lasers, and we were like, <laughs> there are lasers, like we, I was, I was so excited. Oh yeah, like, I was delirious we were excitement we were lasers stoked about lasers at the ascension right (laughs) i i I knew exactly when it had to be or or maybe when the when he like resurrected in the tomb maybe there were like lasers shining out of the tomb or something but there were no lasers there was all a there beam were, of light. All there were were old gay men who don't know what lasers are. <laughs> <laughs> These are exactly the people who should. They've been to clubs. They're too old. They're too old. The clubs <laughs> that they, they went to had disco balls, not lasers. <laughs> they had flashlights. They had mirror balls. They didn't go to raves. <laughs> These two guys are too old. Oh, my God. So, yeah, no lasers. Just mm. a bright beam of light that shoots up yeah. into the sky. Just uh, just so that you can look up Jesus's skirt. Yeah. And there was no curtain call. No, which would have been which is good. Which, which is, is good. Cuz there were there were people scattered, you know, the the sheep would come running out again and the camels would have to come out and it just it's yeah. just a nightmare. Yep, yep, yep. Ugh. All right. It was a delight. Yes, it, it was. was a delight. We'll post some pictures on the uh on <laughs> I'm going to do a final wrap-up blog post with some yeah. pictures of things. And we should mention that there that there are more videos coming too. That's true. That, we that, we have not finished with the videos. We we, we kind of got bogged down. It's then, hard to do videos when you're on the road. Yeah, it actually it legitimately is. I, tr- I I was like, oh, you know, I'll just edit in the van while we're driving, and then I like set up and everything, and there's sunlight streaming in, hitting the screen, and I couldn't see a good goddamn thing. Yeah. And Dan did point out that I could have put a blanket over my head and looked like an idiot the whole time. But <laughs> but no, I mean it was but, just it's it's tough to do. It's tough to we do. We got a bunch of them up. There will be more to mm-hmm. come. So I, that'd I, be nice. They'll sort of just they'll come trickle out, in. trickle out. I and, think you'll uh, like them. And yeah. So. If, if you haven't seen these videos, go to thankgodimatheist.com and check them out cuz yeah. cuz they're fun. And yeah. then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. That'll be fun too. Wow, you're bossy. <gasps> um, Rude. <laughs> so then, then after that, what what would what, what we do after that? We went up to uh well, en route, we realized that en route to our next destination, 
there was something of great import for us. And it wasn't far off the route. No. You know what? It was, it was Somehow a, we missed it. It was a listener who pointed it out to us. I, and I would try to pull it up, but I know I'm not going to be able to find it. So whoever it was that pointed it out to us that we could go and see Independence, Missouri. Thank you. Thank you. Because Independence, for those of you, and I would say probably most of our listeners, except for the ex-Mormon ones, don't know that there's a strong Mormon connection to Independence, Missouri. Right. And um, why would you know that? You wouldn't, just you no wouldn't know that. Know that. Um, don't don't names, feel bad if you don't know. Names of places that you might know if you sort of skim through Mormon history are like Nauvoo, you know, Illinois. Nauvoo, Illinois. That's probably about it. That's about it. Maybe Palmyra, New York. Maybe Palmyra. Yeah. But but those are the only... I mean, and you, if you don't know those, why the hell would you know Mormon history? Who cares? Yeah, yeah exactly. And so anyway, so Independence, Missouri is where the Mormons, after they had been kicked out of Kirkland... Uh, Ohio. Or in Ohio. They... Um, they went... Well, so what happened was that the, the Joseph Smith told everybody that that's where Zion was. Yeah. He declared independent uh, Jackson County, Missouri as Zion. Right. And 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 nearby, actually, is uh, he identified the spot where Adam and Eve um, lived after they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Right. Because I, I, I don't know if you, you know this, guys. Some of you don't know where the Garden of Eden actually was. <laughs> but Joseph Smith knew. There's this misnomer that it was in Africa mm, or that it no. was, you know. Oh, no, no, no. It no, was no. North America. Clearly. It, it was Missouri. <laughs> Jackson County, Missouri. So, uh... uh and so anyways, <laughs> what is interesting, though, is that because he made this declaration and because he dedicated a little corner there in, in the town as being the temple lot where where the where temple would be built. They're going to build a temple there. Um, they uh, It has become sort of a focal point <laughs> of Mormon – other movements in the Latter-day Saint movement. There's Let's a, put it that way. There's a video where, where – there will be a video that will show you a lot of these sites and stuff. Yeah. But what basically happened is that – so then then uh, the Mormons got kicked out yeah. of their of, yeah. of their own little Zion. Oh, it's so sad. It is, dis, it is disturbingly sad. Uh, so they, they went to a few other places, and then Joe Smith got killed, and uh, – the bulk of the Mormons followed Brigham Young mm-hmm. here to Salt Lake City. Went west, yeah. That doesn't mean all of the Mormons did No. That. In fact, Joseph Smith's wife, Emma. One of his wives. His well, first his wife. his first wife. The, the, yeah. Wife um, number one. She stayed behind. She did. With the kids. And, and now you have to understand that Joseph Smith himself said that the next, that the, prof, the, the, uh, the office of prophet of the church... Mm-hmm. Would go down to his son to his lineage. Yeah, his son would be. Yeah, would would be the next one. But his son was a little kid at the time. He was like so eleven. It was easy for for Brigham Young to be like, "Well, follow me." Right, and, and then and then there was this sort of a this story about, uh, oh no, we saw his we saw Joseph Smith's face appear on Brigham Young's face, and, right? Which of course didn't happen, but it's an easy way to say, "Oh, there was a miracle, so now we know that we can just follow Brigham Young." Right. But so, nonetheless, we have this group, and they end up forming the reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Right. And they set up shop right there in Independence, Missouri, and that's where their world headquarters is. And uh, they're and not called that anymore. They're not called that anymore. Now they're the Community of Christ. And through the years, they've had. Um, well, the big thing happened back in the '80s when they. Um, gave women the priesthood, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that's that. It, it caused about a third of their group 
to break off, and they formed the remnant Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, and... And they're, they're located back behind them in what looks like <laughs> an old high school or Wait, something. Okay, what, what you have to understand is you can stand in one point in Independence, Missouri, and point at, like, three or four different Mormon offshoot, yeah. uh, different little Mormon splinter cells, yeah. uh, and including, like, there's the main temple of the community of Christ. Which is a big spire thing. <clears throat> it's like an upside-down ice cream cone. And Kitty Corner from that, you have another piece of property that belongs to them where they have like their tabernacle thing. They call it the auditorium. Right. Yeah. And then on another corner, you have the 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 sort of the, the main the Mormon church that you think of when you hear Mormons. Right. The the Salt Lake Church. They have a big visitor center right. on one corner. And then on the other corner they have a group called the Church of Christ Temple Lot, which is also a Joseph Smith offshoot thing. And much to everybody else's chagrin, they actually are the ones that own the lot that the <laughs> temple was supposed to be built on. Their main claim to fame is that they nobody else can build a temple on that lot yeah. because they got it. <laughs> and they are probably the thing that has held them together, my guess, is knowing that they're sticking it to all the other Mormons. I kind of want to... I, I want to imagine, in my heart, I feel like they all go to church and every week... At church, the sermon is, we got the temple lot, nanny, nanny, boo-boo. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, the Lord <laughs> smiles upon us. The Lord has chosen we us, own this my lot. brothers and sisters. Check out the lot outside the window. <laughs> As you walk through, go stand in the lot and yeah. moon the other sects I, of Mormonism. I love, who was it that was talking about acreage? Was it the woman at the Community of Christ? No, it was the woman at the LDS. At, at the LDS. She was very dismissive of the fact that, that they only had three acres. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it does happen to be a pretty important three acres to them. Like, they're like, well, originally the church owned 400 and some odd acres and right. blah, blah, blah. And now we own blah, blah, blah acres. And the Community like of Christ owns blah, blah, blah acres. It was like 40. And the temple lot only owns four acres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like it was, like, it was three acres. Yeah, <laughs> but those are the ones you want. I know somehow I get, those are the important ones. I hear the, the chagrin underneath all of that. The woman at the LDS uh, visitor <laughs> center was also like, you know, it's it's really about this whole area. It's not it, it's not the specific site. <laughs> it's the it's that the, t the temple will be built in this area, uh, yeah. and it's like wow somersaults over nothing she also you know she, what's funny is she gave us what what we expected which was the the mormon whitewashed version oh, of history wow she starts talking about you know and then the mormons were run out and i keep pushing her on really why did the neighbors hate the mormons so much and she gave us this bullshit answer about well they just came in too fast and mm -hmm. and they there were there were too many of them and i think they just didn't like how many there were all of a sudden and that's partially true, but what they didn't like was the fact that they came in and suddenly were a powerful voting block and yep. were voting their own people into state government and sort of taking over. Yeah, exactly. And it was, and it it, it became this real problem. And then she starts talking about how the, you know they would these neighbors would were were outlaws and they'd send in raiding parties to the Mormons, right? And they did. Right. They sent in raiding party, but what she but then I asked her about all of the raiding parties that the Mormons sent out <laughs> to them to burn down their houses and places of business, which yeah. totally happened. And she so we so for the longest time she acted as though nothing bad, the Mormons didn't hadn't done anything bad the whole time. Right. 
Then I call her on it, and she knew. Yeah. I thought maybe she had gotten the whitewashed version of history no, and didn't no. know. No, she knew full well what had happened yeah. and was ignoring it. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> that woman's a liar. And so so what's pretty amazing, though, um, about this whole area is obviously <laughs> there's the four that we've that we just mentioned. But just driving around, mm. just driving through a neighborhood, we all of a sudden see this thing that says Church of Jesus Christ, Zion's Branch. And we looked it up, and sure enough, it's another one of these mormony things and so like it's yeah. this oh, yeah. area is just like replete with with mormon offshoots and it's it's, I, it's so great it, you you just drive around in that you know four block radius and you're bound to stumble on another one and you're like what yeah. church of christ of zion what the hell is that church yeah. of christ of this that and the other it is awesome yeah and so joseph smith really started something nuts like way more nuts than than like you think the Mormons are. Right. Like you just start digging around and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> holy crap. He spawned or all of these different groups cite this one man it, as as their founder. It is delightful. And, and the best thing is to go in go into these churches and ask them about each other. <laughs> That's what you want to do. If you go I recommend going there because it's hilarious and then just start asking everybody about everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yep. that's that good. was fun, and that was en route to um, to a um, an athe- uh, a, Let's see, it was a Free Thinkers uh, Memorial Day party, thrown by our good friend Daryl Ray. Yeah, Daryl. The rest of y'all may know, may remember Daryl uh, from an interview we did with him a, a little bit ago. You, uh-huh. you may know his books. He's, he's got some great books. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 the God Virus, mm-hmm. which which made a which which made a good splash, and yeah. uh, Sex and God, how mm-hmm. something about how religion is screwing up your love life. I don't I don't mm-hmm. remember the subtitle. Anyway, uh, Daryl is a delight, and uh, and we just happened to be there at the right moment, yeah. and we got to meet awesome people from yeah, all it over was really the remarkable. area, like, like from all around the area, hundreds, like a, well over a hundred people. I showed think he, up. Said, he said one hundred and fifty. At least, yeah, that was yeah, that was. And he was expecting that it could be up to two hundred, and so really just amazing moment to be able to just mix and mingle with people, see, you know, listen to some different points of view and hear about their experiences. It was really, really, really just a great way to end the trip. Really, really yeah, yeah, perfect. Of course, we didn't end the trip right then. No, but I mean, that was sort of the last. Big... It was it was our last big stop. We had one more quick stop in Topeka to uh, to visit the Westboro Baptists on our way out, <laughs> <laughs> which we uh, we didn't get to meet any any yeah. Phelpses. I was really kind of hopeful. The, the, the God hates fags and, and and a new phrase that I love yeah. that I'm striving for in this in <laughs> in equality, which is fag marriage. Fag marriage. I I the day that when. We have fag marriage legalized in this country. Will be a good day. Will be a good day, and it will be the the end of of the Phelps's <laughs> world. Well, their heads will explode. God, one can only hope. <laughs> but what's amazing is is how cute the little neighborhood is. Yeah, the neighborhood of Westboro oh in Topeka, God. Kansas. Adorable. Yeah, not at all what we were expecting no like, i was just, thinking i was thinking is there a compound is it out in the middle of no, like is it like waco yeah no it looks like if you didn't notice the upside down flag like american flag and an upside down pride flag and an upside down like american flag with pride with rainbow stripes mm-hmm. yep and uh and and you didn't read the marquee that says 
the thing about fag marriage, mm-hmm. you would just think, oh, neighborhood church. <laughs> well, I don't even know that. I mean, there's a marquee and a fence and everything. It didn't even look that churchy to me. Oh, it did to me. I mean, the, well, the marquee says Westboro Baptist Church. Well, on I mean, it that's a stuff. good indicator yeah. that there's a church there. Is when you sure you know, have a sign. You're up. right. But I like, mean, it looked kind of cottagey, or like yeah. it, it could be a preschool. It could have been a number of things. Could have been a like a private school. Sure. Like a re- but it looked nice. It was well kept and and just manicured nice. lawn. Sure, sure. Yeah. So so yeah, you wouldn't. Other than the outward clues of things like the word fag being emblazoned <laughs> and a giant banner that said "God hates America," right. It was just this cute little building and cute right. little little thing. And, you know. Well, and the fact of the matter is we probably, I don't know, maybe we would have pulled off and just driven past it because we were right. We were going to be going right there. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, the thing that got our attention was the, the, the Equality House. Right. Across the street. You guys know about it. We've talked about it. Everybody's seen it. It's it's painted rainbow colors because mm-hmm. they're fags there. <laughs> it's a fag house. <laughs> They're doing fag ag- advocacy yeah. work there. Fag advocacy, <laughs> if you will. Um, but anyways, we went in. We talked with with uh, with them and. Had a, had a nice little chat. Yeah, with, it looks like uh, they're doing good the guy stuff. Who's running the house? And yeah, they're Davis. doing. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Davis. Um, they're doing anti-bullying work. Is what they're trying to get into. They're trying to have the house be something other than just a landmark sort right. of statement. Right. They've made the statement. They've gotten the publicity. Now they can hopefully use that to make some to, good in the world. And it sounds like the programs that they're planning are actually great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. From what from what we heard from Davis, who was more than happy to tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. Yeah. It was yeah, good yeah. stuff. Good yeah. stuff. And he and, has uh, he has that youthful energy that yeah. just Well, and one of the things I thought was out. really interesting and I really liked hearing from him was that he that in no way are they trying to demonize Westboro Baptist. And no. in fact, they kind of have says, a great sense of humor about him actually. He, yeah, he says that that they're actually when you encounter them, they're really nice. Uh-huh. And that what's interesting is that they're besides Besides this one thing, this one weird twist that, that they have, this one obsession about homosexuality. Right. Beyond that, they're super nice, good people. Right. And they and they and the other thing that he gets and that a lot of people don't get is that they think they're doing something good. They they gen, they're genuine. Uh-huh. They're not out there to hate. They're out there because they think that they're trying to save the world. Right. From from the fags. Right. And from God's wrath, and, because we're supporting the fags. And while that is obviously not something that I like, <laughs> it is. It's always interesting to hear people say once they finally encountered the people that they disagree with, mm. or that it might be, it might even be working against your rights. That ultimately, oh, they're actually a, a nice person. Yeah, and I think it's really important because the demonizing of the other side only serves to keep us divided instead Absolutely. of having conversations. Absolutely. Now, are we ever going to have a conversation that gets Fred Phelps over onto some middle ground? Probably not. No, but and who cares? But I mean, Fred Phelps is just a symbol at yeah. this point. That's all he is. And I don't care. You know, everybody's like, stop giving him coverage because he's, you know, you're wow. just legitimating. Give him coverage. Uh, give him coverage. It we starts want him the to dialogue. look bad. We need the dialogue. Well, going. we also want him. We also need people that look bad. Right. Exactly. In a lot of ways. Exactly. Like, and if he's willing to do that and otherwise is a, a decent human being, 
I guess. I don't even think we have to worry about whether or not he's a decent human being. I mean, we know he he probably beat his kids and stuff. Yeah. I don't think he's a decent human being. But I don't might, know anything about he his might be personal nice. life. So, well, his 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 kids that have left have said that he was abusive oh, really? and and mean. Yeah. Okay. So he, but maybe his kids. May, yeah. If his kids yeah. turned out okay, who cares? But again. And, and I'll tell you this, though. It I, is rough to try to be like – there's a weird line where you, you, you don't want to be overly generous with with people that, that like the Phelpses. And, I'm, and I mm. hope that I'm not coming off as being like, oh, yeah, you know, they're great and awesome, blah, 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 blah. No. No, they're they, a-holes. They do, they, they're a-holes who do bad in the world. But I do think it's interesting that people who live right across the street from them say, oh, but they're really nice. Right. I think that that's interesting. Yeah. That thing right there. Yeah. It's so. just – I mean, peoples is peoples. Sure. You know. And you know what's funny is that we we had lunch with the listener Ryan mm-hmm. afterwards uh, in Topeka, and shout out to him because he's awesome. Yeah, and doing really great stuff. Yeah, His stuff about the homeless. Oh my work God. with homeless, but but making sure that it's you know because the thing that he noticed was that you know the homeless the people providing services to the homeless were, were all religious groups and they were all preaching at him and they were preaching and praying and blah 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 and so he was like, well, I don't like that. Let's uh, figure this out. Yeah, but one of the things that Ryan did say to us was uh, that everybody in Topeka... Oh, so we go into this restaurant, and, you know, I'm wearing my Thank God I'm Atheist t-shirt, and some, mm-hmm. and the girl that's helping us, like, comments on it. Mm-hmm. And then I just said... Or we said something about having just gone to the Phelps house, mm-hmm. to the Phelps's thing, and this girl goes, Oh, my dad beat up one of the Phelpses. <laughs> and, like, and, like, she gleefully tells us this story right. about her dad, like, beating somebody up. And then he he turns Ryan turns to us and says, "Yeah, everybody in Topeka has a Phelps story." Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> There's got to be. That's pretty it's, funny. It's yeah, it's wild. And All then, right. And then we drove for hours and hours and hours and hours and uh, got home. Awful. Let me tell you something about driving through Kansas. Oh. Don't drive through Kansas. It's the the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everybody beats up on on Kansas and on sort of the flatter parts of our country. Oh my God, it's just blah. It's if you could just be like teleported in and you just stand there and look at it. Oh, it's, it's lovely. It's beautiful, beautiful rolling hills, and right now it's all green and lush. Yeah. And, and I mean, it was it was actually not always rolling hills. Sometimes just perfectly sometimes flat. Perfectly flat, which is and interesting in and which of is, itself. Is its own thing, you know. It, it's like the ocean. Yeah. It's just flat as yeah. far as the and eye can see. There's something to be appreciated with that. Sure. It's when you're driving through that it doesn't end. It's the fact that we could have it been... It just keeps going. There could have been a wormhole that just takes... That you go through and you don't notice and it takes you back mm. four miles. And then you drive that four miles and you go through the wormhole again and you mm. come back four miles. You, yeah. We could have been doing that... For days yeah. and never noticed right. that it was a pro that it had happened. Yeah, because it's all the fucking same. Yeah, you don't see a repeat because it is repeating. Right, that's the problem. And, until you come across the the largest prairie dog, the world's oh. largest prairie dog, <laughs> which we never saw. I know, so sad, so sad. Damn it! All right, well we made it. We're home. Yeah. We're home. We're safe, and we're uh, back to our old routine. So. so th- Thank you to everyone that we met out there. Yeah, so much. Uh, we don't have, we don't have time to shout out to everybody, but I am now shouting out to everybody because <laughs> there was not a person that we met that I yeah. wasn't really pleased to meet. It I was, know it was fantastic. It was really really remarkable. Really good time. Uh, we'll have to plan another one at some point, um, but no time soon because 
I couldn't sit in a car again that long. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we might be flying next time. I, I think it's going to be shorter trips as well yeah. in the future. Two-week yeah. craziness. That's, my God. That's a long it was a long haul. But it was fantastic. Uh, and, and thanks to everyone who, who helped us fund it. And thanks mm-hmm. to everyone who was there with us. And, uh, and, and what, a, what a fantastic adventure. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, so if you would like to uh, make a comment, comment on, on anything from this episode or, uh, or chat with us about things, on anything, yeah. send us stories. We love it when you send us stories. You can do that at facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Yeah, you can. Or you can email us at Thank God I'm Atheist podcast. Sorry, podcast at Thank God I'm Atheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Uh, remember to subscribe to the videos on YouTube. Yeah. That's a good thing to do. You can share them. That's you can, also a good thing to do. You can also still go to iTunes and leave a, a, a review. That's yeah. a very nice thing for people to do. Absolutely. Uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use uh, their music. And um, thanks to Sarah the Intern. Yeah. And we'll see you all later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.